Hello everyone, welcome back to the Age Gap Podcast. My name is Kate Barton and today I have with me Nina and I'm going to be interviewing her about her year abroad. Okay, Nina, do you want to introduce yourself? So, hi, my name is Nina and uh, I went to Taiwan for my gap year. Um, and uh, when I come back, I had to double my year in France. I'm, I'm supposed to be in third year of uh, university. Oh, yeah, you're like two years behind. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. cool. Okay, so your first year at Sciences this year. Yeah. How old are you now? I am almost 20. Where are you from originally? Um, I am from the, the suburbia of Paris, but I was born in China, actually, but I've, I've, uh, I've been adopted uh, when I was one years old. And uh, um, well, my parents are French and Dutch, uh, but I don't speak Dutch at all because my father used to be it used to talk to me in French. That's okay. all. Um, what kind of high school did you go to in France? Um, it was pretty like uh, the average uh, like school that like, everyone goes to. But uh, when I went to uh, high school, uh, it was an international school kind of thing. But I only went there for two years because after I took my gap year. And when I came back, they said that they were, like, they, there was no more space for me, no, like, not in spot. Uh, so I had to go to my uh, local school, uh, and uh, yeah, which was pretty normal. What year did you start high school, I guess? Uh, I started high school when I was 15. Okay, okay. And it's three years there, but I so, guess that's five years there. Yeah, at what point during your high school did you take the gap year? Just after the second year. Okay, okay. And then you came back and you had to switch to a different school and do... Do another two. second year. Okay. And then you did two more years after that. Exactly. Okay, got it. Cool. Okay. Okay, what made you take a gap year? Well, actually it was because of my uh, uh, origins, I guess. Because uh, before going to my international school, I was kind of uh, angry against the whole China for like, abandon, don't abandoning me, yeah. Uh, and like one year, my uh, parents took me to Taiwan for vacations for two weeks, and I really loved it. And uh, I wanted to get closer to my uh, culture and to the to to China in general. But I didn't want to go to China directly because it was a bit too much for me. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go to Taiwan because it's the same as China, but for me, it's better. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. that's why. Okay, cool. What was your parents or friends or like teachers reaction when you told them that you decided to take a year off or a year of traveling? Well, my parents were really supportive because um, they always like traveled too. So they, they lived in China for a couple of years too. So they were really into my project and they helped me a lot. And for my teachers, it was pretty surprising because my teachers were like uh, international teachers, but they weren't that like, uh, like thrilled by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't even help me to like get in, get back into the inter- international school. So mm-hmm. yeah, they didn't wow. care that much. That's crazy. And so, did you travel to Taiwan through like a program, or did you plan everything by yourself? What did it look like? It was uh, with the help of an association that is okay. called the Rotary, uh, and uh, they help young people to go abroad. So they plan the whole trip for you. And uh, when you get there, you have your uh, host family welcoming you. You have actually three host families, but I only had one. Uh, but it was just for me. And uh, yeah, they uh, gave you a school. So mm-hmm. I went to a local school and they give you classes. Like I had Chinese classes. Wow, that's super cool. Okay, so 
now I want you to like take full accord to tell everything that happened during the year, like the series of events, what a day to day looked like for you, traveling there, coming back, and everything. For me, like it was usually school for the whole day, and then during the the evening and the night, it was just hanging out and having fun. Um, we were pretty like free because uh, usually we have rules to respect because we're like uh, uh, we're kids. Mm-hmm. But how old ta- were you? At the I time? was sixteen. Okay. And um, the thing is that in Taiwan it's so safe that you can go anywhere you want and nothing's gonna happen to you. Mm-hmm. And I was in the biggest city in Taipei, so uh, I just uh, like went out every day. And uh, yeah, the school was pretty boring because we weren't doing anything, but we were just talking with our classmates and uh, trying to learn some Chinese words. And uh, yeah, during uh, the weekends we would just uh, visit uh, the whole town and also go to the beach because the beach is not far. Um, and uh, yeah, discover the culture and everything. It was wow. really fun. That's cool. Are you still friends with the people that you met there? Um, like Taiwanese people were pretty shy, so not really. I'm not really t- talking to them uh, anymore. But I'm keeping in touch with uh, my exchange student friends. Uh, and which is pretty interesting because they are like uh, from everywhere around the world. So yeah, I get to uh, to travel to see them and, and stuff. Cool. So it's yeah. really nice. What kind of classes did you do when you were there? I was in the vocational high school, mm-hmm. so we had baking class <laughs> and uh, cooking class. But the problem is that they don't know how to cook there. Like, <laughs> it's not the real Chinese cooking. Like they put oil and thing in the oil, and, it's, and that's it. And it was so bad. So yeah, I didn't learn anything. Mm-hmm. I just learned like bad words in Chinese. That's, <laughs> really... That's funny. And are you still in contact with your host family, or how was what was it like living with that host family at the time? It was pretty weird because it was only my father because my mother was working in like, the south of Taiwan and his son was abroad too. So I was only with my father and I only like I would see him only in the evening but Mm -hmm. since I wasn't home all the time like we couldn't see each other that much but he was pretty nice because he he talked like he he can't speak English so Mm -hmm. it's pretty it was pretty easy for me at the beginning because I didn't know any word of Chinese Mm -hmm. and um and now I'm still talking to him sometimes and I think like if I go back to Taiwan I'll visit him and present Mm -hmm. him to my family Mm -hmm. was there like a huge culture shock or anything and like how did that culture shock and did you have any experience of like just the situation between like your identity and being French and being Chinese and being in this new place like what was that like? It was really weird because like the culture from like from French and Taiwanese culture is so so much different like yeah. um, when I arrived there like people uh, especially girls they're like acting really shy and a bit child childish, I mm-hmm. guess, and it's really hard for me to to talk to to them because they they wouldn't talk to me because I didn't speak Chinese mm-hmm. and I looked like a Chinese person actually, but I didn't know any words. So at first they would be friendly to me, and when they understood that I didn't speak any words, they wouldn't they would stop talking to me or things like that. Um, also, the the way they um, the way they interact with each other, it's really different. I don't know, like I've. I just felt it. I I couldn't really explain it, but mm-hmm. yeah, you feel like that you can't be the same person with Taiwanese that you are with French people, mm-hmm. and you have to keep your distance, for example, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, there's a lot of sort of rules, social yeah. rules that you have to respect. But yeah, 
Yeah. It was pretty different. Yeah, do you feel like you were able to, like, bridge that gap at all throughout the course of the year, or...? Yeah, it was easy for me, because after they understood that I didn't... I wasn't really, um... I wasn't really a stranger for them, because I, I still looked Chinese, so even though it was weird for them to see Chinese, like a non-speaking Chinese person that looked like Chinese, yeah. uh, they they eventually started to talk to me, and it was then easier for me uh, compared to my uh, Brazilian friend who mm-hmm. was uh, really like uh, so different from uh, like, yeah. from them, and they were really shy with him. Um, and it was also different for my other friend who was... Uh, Danish mm-hmm. and so he was blonde with blue eyes so every person would talk to him everyone yeah. would be like uh, amazed by him so it's mm-hmm. pretty different from one, like one part of, one person to another yeah yeah super interesting and just like based off what you look like what did you feel like any prominent change like what was the biggest thing that you felt like you learned or cha- like over the course of the year like did you feel like you were a different person when you went there than when you came back at the end of the year uh, yeah, I was totally like I was totally different person. Cause when I like this whole year helped me, uh, gaining a lot like uh, gain a lot of um confidence, mm-hmm. I guess. Cause uh, um, after like one year without my parents, I felt so much uh more um mature, and uh, I I felt like I could I could actually uh go through a lot of things. Cause when you're one year alone on by yourself, cause my my host family didn't help me at all for like uh, emotional things or mm-hmm. uh, even with money. Like yeah. uh, it was really we were all struggling with uh, like together, yeah. and uh, we had to yeah to rely on each other the most. So it was uh, it was really um, I mean it was really helpful for me like to to see that I could manage my by myself and that. Um, yeah, I could do all those things because when I was in France, I wasn't that confident because of my looks mm. and uh, because I was Chinese and in France, sometimes people can get racist or something. Yeah. And uh, there, I wasn't judged at all and people were just really nice. So there was oh. no judgment so I could gain confidence. Do you have any like particular funny or like sad or like any funny stories from throughout the year that like you always think of when you think of your gap year? When I think of my gap year, I just think of... Uh, like parties and crying like it's it was so weird because it was we were all together like a family so sometimes we would be also like joyful and things mm-hmm. like that and around the new year for example we got a bit sadder because uh, we were like far away from our home and things like that and um yeah it's those moments they were pretty mem- uh, like um, uh, memorable mm-hmm. yeah but uh I mean, there's not no not a very like interesting um, story to yeah. to tell. What were the parties yeah. like there? I'm curious. <laughs> it was crazy because usually when we think of Asia mm-hmm. and especially China or Taiwan, we don't think of uh, of of party. Like we don't we don't really see Chinese people partying, but actually there they really know how to have fun. We also had a game which is called the flag game. And it's just literally like kissing people, like, and you are not judged at all. You just say, "Hey, can I have your flag?" and you get the flag, and wow. uh, and there's also and like 
other steps you know but mm-hmm. you can go further if you want and but there's no like there's no strings attached behind like if you want mm-hmm. to like to ignore the person the the other day you can even it's if you crazy. kiss her like a, yeah it's really <laughs> nice it was really funny and yeah people didn't care at all they were they would get wasted all the time and smoke and drink and yeah and we could do anything we wanted and it was really nice yeah wow that's crazy and like your host family didn't really did they care that people were partying so much or not really because like my my host father was really nice about that because we had rules but he didn't care at all he knew that i was going out every night to do things that weren't supposed to happen but i mean he didn't care as long as i was coming home at some point and were you guys going to parties with like local people that were like ho- like kids hosting parties like I don't know what like where were these parties hosted who was hosting them like it was in usually it was in Dan Park it's the biggest oh, okay. park in the city so um, because no one had the like a big home to yeah. host everyone and uh, we sometimes some Taiwanese people would come but usually it was uh, it was most of the time it was exchange students only okay. uh, except for the New Year we went to another big park to see the the fireworks and stuff mm-hmm. and we were 500 i think wow. the party and was just uh everyone hanging out like in the park and we just recognize each other because we speak english and stuff yeah and it was just a, the biggest party i've ever seen it was really nice wow. so if you were to like reflect in total how i mean we talked about it a little bit already but how would you say that your gap year affected you as a person it made me stronger mm-hmm. um more independent and my my parents actually had like struggled a bit with that because uh like for example right now i'm not living in my house anymore mm-hmm. and i'm still coming back sometime on the weekends but i don't really feel the need of seeing my parents every day so yeah i feel really like uh i, I i'm i really want some liberty and some uh some space for myself and uh i'm more adventurous i guess i'm not scared of trying out new stuff and uh seeing new uh like uh new places and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that and yeah it, it gave me also um a sort of uh, idea of what i wanted to do later um and uh it helped me in everything i guess <laughs> how did your gap year affect like you coming to Sciences Po into the asia campus like was this something that you had thought about before did the gap year like spark any ideas or i didn't think about like i didn't and no chance at all before yeah. going to Taiwan. And um, I think that the main reason why I'm here yeah. uh, right now is because of Taiwan. Because mm-hmm. uh, now I have a reason to be in the Asian campus yeah. and I have an interesting story. But uh, yeah, it's the only reason. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, Taiwan just gave me the idea of uh, of the uh, international career that I want to uh, go through. But uh that's like this is like Taiwan is more the reason why I got into Shanghai. So do you have plans in the future to go back to Taiwan? Would you move there? Would you live there? Uh, when I left Taiwan, I would uh, like I would uh, I used to say that I wanted to live there, but now looking back, I don't really want to because the culture is too much different. Um, but I would love to study there. Uh, for example, for my third year, mm-hmm. I would really love to go to Taiwan. Um, even though I know it's pretty uh, difficult to get there, yeah. but uh, I, I still want to try, or even just for two months for the uh, like the summer vacations, mm-hmm. I could go there to 
uh, have fun again and see my uh, Taiwanese friends yeah. and try to reconnect with them. But I feel like it's never going to be the same because there's not gonna there's not gonna be any of my exchange in France yeah. unless we all go together. But yeah. it's not possible. Yeah. So yeah, it's I'm pretty I'm pretty uh I don't really know because uh yeah I'm scared of being sad instead of being happy yeah. going back there. So yeah. Yeah, and things I feel like are changing so much politically in Taiwan. So yes. That has a huge effect on things. That is pretty scary too. Yeah. Yeah, um, and after going to Taiwan, did you have like? Did it spark any interest of traveling in other parts of China or maybe to like Hong Kong or something? Um, I oh I've always loved traveling. I guess so. I I really want to go to Hong Kong, but it's not because of Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Um, the same for South Korea. I've always been interested. Yeah. And by, like Asia is a really beautiful country. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. How did your year off affect your performance in school? Like when you came back, do you feel like you were like really excited to come back to go to school, or not motivated, or anything? It was pretty weird because when I came back, I um, there was like a big um, uh, there was a huge gap between me and my classmate, for example, because um. Uh, I was uh, in Taiwan. I had to study on my own Chinese. Like I mean, Chinese is not really it's not the easiest language. Mm-hmm. So I had to study a lot. So I took like a sort of routine mm-hmm. of studying. So when I came back, like people around me wouldn't study. So it was pretty hard for me to get back into the French system mm-hmm. also. Um, but I I guess I did it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but the most like the most difficult difficult part for me was to fit in and to blend in with the. People that were younger and I didn't have my uh, that didn't like went abroad and for me I was uh, pretty narrow minded like when I came back because I was like yeah I did a gap here now I'm I'm like older so they don't have the same uh, yeah um, we don't have the same conversations or the same uh, wish you know yeah. they didn't have that much ambition they were still like I mean I can't really like. Uh, say anything to them because they they were just sixteen like me yeah. when I, I was uh, in première so I mean yeah but it felt like there was a big gap there was a big gap for yeah me. it's interesting um and did you have like any sort of resentment about the fact that you took a gap year when you came back and you had to go back to the same grade again like when you had to stay back in school because of it I mean yeah um not really yeah because. Uh, for me, it wasn't losing a year. It was just, it was just uh, worth it. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't regret anything. Okay, what was the hardest part about taking a gap year? Um, the like the the like the first uh, the first few months, like being in Taiwan. It for me the hardest part was leaving my friends behind. Mm-hmm. But when I think of it, it wasn't really hard. The hardest was to say goodbye. Mm. At the end of the year, mm. um, cause you never know if you're gonna meet them again, mm-hmm. and I haven't, uh, I haven't seen my best friend in two years now, and uh, cause he lives in Brazil, so it's mm-hmm. pretty far, and uh, yeah, I haven't. We lived literally, we lived together for a, a whole year, yeah. So it's pretty hard to tell yourself that you're never gonna go through this again, and uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. hard to say goodbye. Yeah, I get that. I studied abroad for, like, two months, and, like, the same thing I met some of my best friends, and, like, it's crazy having, like, a long-distance friendship is, like, super difficult. Would you take another gap year at any point? I mean, I would love to. <laughs> uh, I think my parents wouldn't be that thrilled, but uh, if I could, I would. But, 
I think it's not gonna happen, but maybe if I study abroad for the five years, it's still gonna be a sort of gap here. I, I, in the in the way that it's abroad and that mm. you meet new people yeah. and you live in a new environment. Yeah, that's well. Yeah, I think so as well. Is what advice would you give to someone else considering taking a gap year? I would just tell this person to go for it and not be scared. And of course, like even if you uh, at the at the start, it's pretty hard to. Uh, meet people and to uh, I mean to commit you know just go for it because uh, you're gonna regret after yeah that's all <laughs> exactly okay thank you so much for doing this interview yeah okay we'll be back probably next week with the next episode and we'll see you soon